0: You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com.
1: Broadcasting from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57, this is the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dream Lawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio
0: 94.1. That's right. We're broadcasting live from Phoenix, Arizona, the site of Radio Row, leading up to the Super Bowl this weekend. I'm Tim Donnelly, Richie Somerville back at the studio, making sure everything's running as it should. Uh, Robbie Vogler here in Phoenix with me, making sure everything's running as it should. Uh, there's a lot to get to, um, and you know, this one I actually have to hat tip to, to some uh, some Philly radio here because Jalen Hurts. I would actually argue it's, it's almost, and I think it's because everyone's tired with Mahomes. Uh, Jalen Hurts is kind of like the, the best approval rating of anyone here in, uh, in Phoenix. Every, everybody's just talking about how awesome he is, how he gets it, his DNA, how he climbed from a second-round pick drafted to back up Carson Wentz to now being the leader, confidence, and, and all of that is happening. And, and, and I agree with just about all of it. But I also am, am not under the guise that he has nothing left to prove. There's still one very, very big uh, gap in his roster, right? There is one thing left to prove for Jalen Hurts, which is he has to play his best in one of the biggest games. He has to, to. To fully complete, like, the elite quarterback bingo card by his third season, which not everybody does. And if he doesn't do it this year, he can do it in future years. But the bingo card is not complete until he does. And this game? specifically for him, is taking on bigger and bigger proportions. One of the ways it's it's rising in stature even beyond, uh, ready for this, just being a Super Bowl is because it is the first time that that two black quarterbacks have faced off against each other. Jalen's been asked about it quite a bit. Here's one of his answers from opening night.
1: It's historic historic think about all the rich history in this game you know, to be a part of such an historic event a special it's special you know and it's been so many quarterbacks before me including Pat before me that laid the foundation for me to have this opportunity so seven quarterbacks seven african-american quarterbacks that are playing this game and now the first time for two to go head to head that's uplifting tomorrow's the next generation of quarterbacks that that four-year-old five-year-old kid back in houston back in philly back in te- uh, texas louisiana wherever across the world that regardless of what someone may say or have an opinion about you you
0: you can do it it is historic, and, and he I think used the word historic 35 times in that however many second long clip, so it's just rising in stature in, in, based on you know what he is saying and again, I saw this kicking around Philly sports radio, and for Philly sports radio to criticize an eagle right now, it must be something right it has to be for for Philly sports radio to to be looking at one of the leaders of the eagles that have gotten them to the super bowl and say yeah but the thing that follows that yeah but must be something real even if those inside the the philly organization those inside the philly locker room aren't seeing it or even their owner as jeffrey Laurie, their owner has to say right here about hurts having nothing left to prove
2: i don't think he has anything to prove he's an mvp caliber quarterback he's an incredible leader of the team you know, on the field, off the field, he's 24 years old, incredibly mature, and
0: most importantly, driven to be even better. But the obvious follow-up question is, when do you start dialogue with Nicole Lynn, his agent, about a long-term
1: extension? Certainly not this week. <laughs> we're all focused on That's
2: being, fair. being our best uh, ne- you know, for next Sunday.
0: It sounds about by, by your answer that it will happen at some point. Uh, you know, he's, he's just what we're looking for. He's just what we're looking for. He has nothing left to prove. He does. In co- like go back, uh, coming into the, the 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 draft, a lot of the conversation was about his athleticism. Can he make it as a passer? All these sorts of things. Uh, as Dan Orlovsky of ESPN showed everyone on national television, there were articles written about uh, him becoming a wide receiver and leaving the quarterback position. But what was he really most known for? Being benched at halftime of the national championship game for Tua tungo that's that, That's been the calling card until this season for Jalen Hurts. Now, I, you can have your opinions about Nick Saban. I have my opinions about Nick Saban. I think he goes over the top with a lot of stuff. I, I don't know if he treats everyone the best, all these sorts of things. But I do believe that he's a smart enough football mind not to be benching a guy that was playing well in, in the, the national championship. Right? He benched him for a reason. He wasn't playing his best in the biggest games. Now, we know Mahomes can raise his level in the Super Bowl because he has done it in the past. I would say even the the loss that they they suffered to Tampa, he was out there raising his level, running and scrambling for his life while the offensive line was tumbling in front of him. And then obviously the previous year when they won the Super Bowl, he he raised his level. So Jalen Hurts needs to match that. And he hasn't had to, the way I'm describing it, is rev his engine much lately. Didn't have to rev his engine for the last three weeks of the regular season. There was a kind of a you-wanna-win-it game in week uh, 18, but he didn't have to play great. Then the postseason... Because of how talented the Eagles have been, he has not had to rev the engine. I do believe, you know, you might think that the Eagles are the better team. That's a fair argument. You might think that the Eagles are better top to bottom. More than fair argument. But I don't think any of you think that the Chiefs aren't good enough to make the Eagles rev their engine. Right? Like the the whole tortoise and the hare element. They're at least the, the tortoise that is going to make the hare sprint. And Jalen Hurts is going to have to do that because he is such a big part of that, that offense. At, at points in time this season, he's been almost the entirety of that offense. So there's, there's an element of he has to shake off the, the whatever jitters got him in the big games in college. He has to shake off whatever jitters exist going into his first Super Bowl. And let's not get, get it twisted. The Super Bowl is a lot of pressure. Like an absurd amount of pressure, right? We have we're here at Radio Row. We're in Phoenix live. Thank you to DreamLawns for sponsoring the shows here from Phoenix. Uh, but we are in the, the the epicenter of Super Bowl media, and I mean, there's Hamilton actors walking around there's hall of famers walking around uh we're we're sitting i don't know 20 feet from shannon sharp at the moment uh jalen ramsey 20 feet to our right like all of this is happening because the chiefs and eagles are going to play jalen hurts has to play well with all of those eyeballs watching him i mean even like football is king right don't get me wrong and last week or two weeks ago during the conference championship game, ratings through the roof, there were 60 million people watching that, that uh, Chiefs-Bengals game, less watching the, the Eagles. There's going to be 100-plus million watching the Super Bowl. And I know you don't know it at the time, but you feel it. I can't imagine you wouldn't feel it. 100 million people. Which, which Let's let, let put this in perspective, right? Uh, Michigan has one of the biggest stadiums in college football. When, when you see it on TV, they do like the blimp shot. It's like, oh, my goodness. That's 100,000. So if you times that by 10, you get to a million. If you times that by 100, you get to how many people are watching the Super Bowl or are expect, expected to. 102 million was what the, 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 the estimate that I saw. So Jalen Hurts has to step out in that moment and play his best. There's no doubt in my mind his best is good enough. There's no doubt in my mind when he's on, he can throw the ball well enough, he can run the ball well enough, he can orchestrate an offense well enough. So I'm not here for any of that kind of slander against his reputation. I'm here for the he can do it, but will he? right i'm here for the he can do it he has proven me he's proven to me he can do it he has done it against quality defenses against winning teams but the one thing he hasn't done is show everything that he can do on the biggest stage and i think that's real it's a tim donnelly show we are live here on priority autosports radio 94.1 at radio row the draft kings countdown to my right uh, which is at the draft kings booth uh, three days, two hours, 17 minutes, and 31 seconds until Super Bowl opening kick. I kind of like having that there. It's, it's <laughs> nice. And and it's just counting down to the day, so I don't even have to worry about time zones because I'm getting confused all over the place with where we are and what time it is in Virginia. Uh, I, so I'm not even going to try. With that being said, we'll be back here in the broadcast booth brought to you by Pitbull, Tobacco, and more right after this with jesse palmer college football analyst on espn uh and the host of the bachelor we'll 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 talk about both and we'll get into the super bowl with jesse coming up next right here on priority auto sports radio 94.1
1: the tim donnelly show on priority auto sports radio 94.1 this is the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dream Lawns, live from Radio
0: Row in Phoenix, Arizona, on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show here on Priority Auto Sports Radio ninety-four point one. Connecting with us now right here in the broadcast booth, the Pitbull Tobacco and More Broadcast booth on Radio Row, Jesse Palmer. He is the host of The Bachelor on ABC, college football analyst on ESPN, and he's out here doing some cool things with a, a awesome Canadian whiskey brand from your, your home country.
2: Crown Royal, that's right. Really excited, too, because uh, obviously we're both Canadian, as you mentioned. Um Crown Row is all about gratitude. They're Mm -hmm. taking an opportunity here on the biggest stage at the Super Bowl to really show that gratitude towards Canada (laughs) and some of the great things that Canada has has given the world uh, and given America as well. And so there's going to be this awesome commercial during the Super Bowl in the third quarter, David Grohl, Foo Fighters, Mm -hmm. Nirvana, and he's going to be kind of highlighting a lot of those things, things that you never even considered or thought about, like the obvious things like hockey and poutine. (laughs) But then there's like egg cartons and garbage bags and And uh, walkie-talkies and, of course, Crown Royal. And what a lot of people did not know is that Canada actually helped modify the rules of the modern-day American football game.
0: They helped adjust the rules. Yes. Now, that's... Was it a good rule change, or is it like they can't touch the quarterback rule change? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pass interference invented yeah, exactly. in 1874. Yeah,
0: they were the one that uh, yeah uh, added uh, the. Yeah, rule. no,
2: no. So, so it's kind of like generally, it's it's known that the first ever like American football game was played in I think 1869. It was like Princeton Rutgers, yep. but it kind of looked a lot more like soccer. The ball was round. Okay. You couldn't you couldn't carry the ball? Couldn't <laughs> throw the ball? So, so fi- loosely described, as football. <laughs> right? Uh, 5 years later Harvard plays McGill uh, McGill University from Montreal and now the ball is egg shaped mm. um they introduced the try which in rugby is like looks like a touchdown which, which would later become a touchdown and then those rules Harvard plays yale the year later walter camp ends up codifying the rules so canada had it like they had a hand in that right. in that game with harvard back in 1874 and and, that's and why, here we are today
0: and that's why we're saying thank you a little toast to to the, to the canadians right. to the north a little cheers to our friends from the north jesse palmer joining us here host of the bachelor college football analyst on espn as well uh tom brady a lot of free time yeah newly single Posting pictures in his in his underwear on social media, have you at least made the call for a potential Bachelor Tom Brady season? Absolutely. Okay.
2: Yep. Uh, like seconds after his beach <laughs> his beach Instagram retirement video, yep, there was like a direct line, yep. to Mike Fleiss, the creator of the Bachelor, okay. out in L.A. and his home in Santa Barbara. Uh, I put that pitch in. I've been pitching Drake for like two years. Really? Yeah. Tom Brady and Drake.
0: But, Dual but, season. We can make it work. Yeah, we,
2: we just had two bachelorettes. Yep. We totally had two, two, two bachelors. Just have, like, a combo. Uh, One of them is Canadian, by the way.
3: Exactly. So, just thank, saying. Thank you for Drake as well. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: uh, another part of your, your, your background, right? You come from Canada. You end up at Florida, yeah. which, which is an unusual little trek, trek there. Uh, Anthony Richardson, your your fellow Florida guy, is he is he the future of the, the position or someone that's a little little less likely to pan out based on his his raw tools? It, it's
2: it's so yeah, it's such an interesting evaluation. It, it, it's tough. He's he is unlike most, mm-hmm. just physically, and the gifts that he has, and his size and speed and arm talent. Um, he's just incredibly raw. It would not shock me. I don't think Anthony Richardson will be a first round pick, but it would not shock me if someone late in the twenties. 30-31 just sitting there is just yeah. like you know what we we can mold this and and turn him in, and and turn him into a to a stud because i mean he has and possesses the things you simply can't coach and we've seen that so many times before with other quarterbacks but he is he is unique to say the least
0: how much has a guy like josh allen helped those prospects where you, you come in as the tools guy but maybe not all the production in college he's turned into josh allen yeah now everybody thinks that can happen right it, it's It's almost the new, like, Peyton Manning threw a lot of interceptions his rookie year, which you reference every time someone struggles early. (laughs) Now (laughs) it's, well, hey, Josh Allen was raw when he came in, too.
2: It's like Lamar Jackson finding the right mm -hmm. system in Baltimore. And and I think for Josh Allen, you know, so much of that, I think, is Brian Dable Mm -hmm. and and getting with a coaching staff that's just – that, that, that just has it mm-hmm. right and they have the pieces it, uh, where you land is so important as we know mm-hmm. w- with the position as well but I'll tell you if Anthony Richardson because you're not expecting him to be an early pick if he ends up going to a team that's won a lot of games and has pieces and has a good offensive mind and, and someone who's creative I mean, imagine a guy like Kyle Shanahan with a guy like Anthony Richardson. Like, I mean, you think about that, yep. right? Andy Reid, like guys out there like that on the cutting edge. Um, not, not different than what we're seeing in Philadelphia with, with mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, too. So, I mean, I think the ceiling on Anthony Richardson is extremely high.
0: We're talking with Jesse Palmer, host of The Bachelor on ABC, college football analyst as well. Here representing Canadian whiskey brand brand Crown Royal from from up in his home country in Canada. Still, still saying thank you to those guys and ladies. Um, if I did my math correctly, speaking of coaches, right system, right quarterback, you you had a year where Sean Payton was your offensive coordinator with the Giants. Two years, yeah, two years. Where, okay, math. I was close. I was close. <laughs> I was close. Um, what can he do for for Russell Wilson? As far as obviously, whatever happened last year in, in Denver, something was off, and now yeah. Sean Payne's coming in to try to make it right. Well,
2: he's he's already talked about it at his press conference. Uh, no private QB coaches in the building, which which to me is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like I I know having played for Sean, that that's that's going to be his building, <laughs> and that'll be his practice field. And between seven a.m. and five thirty six p.m., Sean will coach you. Mm-hmm. And then, if you want to go watch film, or you want to do some footwork drills, or you want to have someone throw beanbags at you, <laughs> like you, you can, you can, like that—that's great. And 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 Russell, R- Russell will be given that opportunity. But I think that's one. But I think two. Sean, Sean is a—he's a quarterback whisperer. Mm-hmm. And I think what Sean's really good at doing is understanding what what you're good at and putting you in a position to succeed. His playbook is as expansive as anybody's in football. He's a John Gruden disciple. He's it's it's big and and he's got a lot of different schemes for a lot of different people it's a very quarterback friendly system um and and i I think russell still has a lot of really good football left in him and i think sean can be the guy to galvanize because it's not just understanding the 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 tools but sean's sean's one of the great play callers Mm -hmm. and i played i played for two who were head coaches and Steve Spurrier mm-hmm. in college and then Sean Payton who just see the game different and they have a rhythm and a flow and they set the quarterback up. And Sean used to like, when I, I'd be in the room with Kerry Collins and Jason Garrett and Sean would say to us, like, I'm going to call this play. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to throw the post for a touchdown to Amani Toomer. If it's not there, just do me a favor. Just check it down to Tiki Barber and I'll <laughs> call the play again. Like 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 I'll get your back exactly. and you get mine.
0: So I'll still get you your highlight into the right look, like, but just, you like, gotta take care of me yeah, on this one too. Yeah, yeah.
2: And just do or, or throw it away, mm-hmm. throw it out of bounds. If the Eagles play one of these crazy these crazy coverages, Brian Dawkins hits us in the back of the head. Just <laughs> just you know, I'll dial it up again. And, and Sean just – he has a way of communicating with quarterbacks that, that is different than any coach. And I, I played for Mike McCarthy and North Turner and some great offensive minds. There's just a way that Sean communicates that I think is a little bit different and unique.
0: Uh, I, I want to go back to what, what you mentioned about the uh, the, the beanbags. Are, are the drills too ridiculous nowadays? Because, you know, you, you watch on Instagram and, and receivers are doing, like, ladders straight into a 360-cone drill, then release and they and, and they run. Yeah. Is, is part of it just play football?
2: Yeah, I mean – I don't know. Like, is a beanbag Aaron Donald?
0: Uh, it'd be a b- pretty big beanbag. Like, or is, like, a broomstick? Like, is That's that
2: like, a son yeah. Reddick? Like, I don't know. Is Chris Jones a broomstick? Throw over the broomstick. Or, like, you know when you drive back and, like, a guy hits you with the bag? <laughs> exactly. Doesn't quite feel like that. Like, when Ray Lewis used to hit me, that wasn't the the, the same vibe. So, I mean, like, I, I think a lot of it, in, in, like, conceptually is good and it makes sense, but I think... I think you just need reps, and I think to me what's more important is is coverage reading and sort of understanding where to go with it than, Je- than something <laughs> beanbags <laughs> being thrown at you.
0: Je- Jesse Palmer joining us here in the Pitbull Tobacco and More Guest Chair. Uh, I think a coach that gets that element of it, Dan Campbell, who, again, if my math is right, was a tight end on that that 2 yeah, Giants he team. was. Um, did he scream future head coach in the locker room? No. no? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no i love dan too dan was one of my best friends in the locker room uh coaching football absolutely i would have said he'll be a tight end coach in this league forever we we had a legendary tight end coach he was like 90 his name was mike pope and he was a legend mm-hmm. and that was dan's position coach we drafted jeremy shockey and and, yep. and characters or, yeah, mike pope was amazing and I i saw dan following in his footsteps. And I think Sean took him with, I think he, he brought him to the Cowboys as a player yep. and then ended up coaching with them a little bit and around. Um it's been awesome to see Dan's Dan's success especially this year because you know it, like you watched hard knocks obviously. <laughs> yep. It's like appointment viewing every summer. Yeah, absolutely. Um his coaching style is very unique, but but Dan is very authentic. And having having been his teammate I can tell you that's not a show. Like he's not trying to be Mr. Blue Collar do the work i'll do up downs with everybody yep. like the, like, <laughs> like that's that's who dan campbell really is and and he is he is such a players guy that i mean it's easy to see it, like why they're buying it
0: we're talking with jesse palmer here representing canadian whiskey brand crown royal celebrating uh the super bowl by partnering with rock and roll icon longtime crown royal fan dave grohl to say thank you to canada uh before we let you go and and everybody that sits in the pitbull tobacco and more uh guest chair has to at least we give the opportunity to. Do you have a pick for the weekend? Yeah. And and who is it and does, why? Does somebody actually sit here and say, why well, well, I'm say, not telling I you? They say, I don't reveal until my show on Friday or something uh, like that. Then they give us a, a lean. I got it. Yeah. No, I'll just tell you. There we it's go. Like, Perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I don't know it, if you it, want to reveal it, on it, this it, week's it, episode of The, the Bachelor. The, the, yeah. <laughs> well, usually I, I was going to do it before the rose ceremony, <laughs> but now that you got – because you asked me first, I'll just do it. Uh, it's going to be the Eagles. They were the best team in the NFL all year when Jalen Hurts was on the field. When you run the ball – pass rush and i think that that's the biggest key it's not the best pass rush we've seen this year it's a generationally good pass rush 84 and 85 bears the only two teams with more sacks and as as good as mahomes is i just i just don't know if he can completely overcome that so i think it's going to be the eagles and as a former giant it's not an easy thing to
0: say (laughs) Jesse Palmer, we appreciate you for joining us. Uh, pass along our thanks from, from Crown Royal and us to, to your home country up there. I will, in of course, I will. All thanks right. for having me on. Of course, thanks. I appreciate it. Once again, it's the Tim Donnelly Show here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. More from Radio Row coming up next.
1: This is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Giving you the latest from the NFL's biggest game. It's the Tim Donnelly Show presented by Dream Live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl on Priority Auto Sports
0: Radio 94.1. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl. And sitting in our Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair, Ryan Leaf, Pac-12 college football legend, number two overall pick. Catch him on uh, the, as the host of Straight Line Pod from Points Bet, Bust the Podcast, uh, Ryan. We're going to start with with some kudos here. I, I I don't know if you remember this. You came on our show during college football season when everyone was in love with USC, and you said, actually, I think I think Utah for the for the Pac-12 championship, and obviously it came true. So we're going to start just by giving you your props. We're big <laughs> on accountability here. Yeah. So 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 great pick and. and I co-opted it in a few places. So this good, this good. is my bibliography. Dude,
4: steal when you can, right? <laughs> steal. That's that's what you do. I I, I steal from the best. I watch uh, I watch TV too. I see guys <laughs> with some good analysis, and I'll pull that for my own. Um, yeah, I just thought they were just more battle tested, and when it came down to it, in Lincoln's first year, it, you know, it was going to be tough to tough to to win that game on a neutral site. Whoever whoever they really played, but I thought Utah was going to be the team that got there.
0: And and, and then kind of tangentially related to that uh Caleb Williams is is I would guess just about every team that's not here still playing for a Super Bowl is at least keeping an eye on him how much should teams be considering you know making that a priority being in a position to draft that guy
4: well I mean he'd be the number one overall pick this year if he was eligible so that tells you a lot I mean he is I hate I hate doing this because Patrick Mahomes is so good but I mean Mm. he plays a lot like Patrick Mahomes does right that at the collegiate level Mm -hmm. against the collegiate competition who knows if he's going to have that same ability at the at the NFL level? It's rare; it's not seen that often, but that's the kind of comps that are going to be made next year when he's coming out. Ironically enough, you know, as a defending Heisman Trophy candidate, uh, defending Heisman Trophy winner, uh, Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year, mm-hmm. all of those things. I think Michael Penix Jr., who decided to come back at Washington has a real chance to to unsurp him and and that says a lot because next year those two could be vying for the number one and number two overall draft picks at the quarterback position
0: michael Penix jr you have him up
4: that high i oh, mean yeah.
0: I in, in that draft class there's uh drake may there's a few others that are, that are buzzy you have him up above some of those guys and right there with caleb williams
4: if he has the year i think he's gonna have he's gonna throw for more yards he has a chance to win the conference and play for uh, a college football playoff Opportunity, yeah. I mean, he immediately goes to that spot because of what he was. I mean, he should have been invited to the Heisman a year ago. He should have been. uh, I thought it should have been co-offensive player of the year. They didn't Mm -hmm. get a chance to play against each other. They do next year. They do next year. So yeah, it's already circled for sure for for uh, for looking at that stuff.
0: We're talking with Ryan Leaf, Bust the Podcast host of the Straight Line Pod from Points Bet as well, Pac-12 college football legend. Uh, Looking at the quarterbacks in this Super Bowl. would Mahomes' throwing style be coached out of him? You actually, you kind of referenced it with Caleb Williams as well. Would that be coached out of him if he was coming up when you were coming up in the nineties?
4: Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess my throwing style wasn't in, wasn't unorthodox, so I yeah. never really got. It, just if you look at me. the
0: the the big-time prospects that came out of that era like you Peyton, in that right six four laser six five laser rocket arm right it's the cliche uh like they the, Mahomes almost didn't exist back then so was well, it because yeah. those players were there and it was being coached out of them or just what, what was it
4: yeah I yeah I don't know if it was being coached out of me but it I was people were critical of it when mm. I was maybe go rolling to my left throwing back across my right things like yep. that don't throw late over the middle you know he's He's changed all of those things um, because he's been successful at it, right? Um, if he hadn't, maybe he gets coached out of him, right? Mm. Maybe if he's not successful with it, and maybe <laughs> if he doesn't have Andy Reid as his head coach mm. who who applauds that and champions it in practice, uh, maybe if he's somewhere else, playing somewhere else, that may have, may have happened, you know?
0: Well, one of the things that, that we're – I mean, I think everyone's picking up on if they haven't done so long ago is the coach-quarterback kind of combo has to be in alignment uh one that's going to be an interesting one Sean Payton Russell Wilson do you see that being a a fix it or or are the problems in in Denver still going to persist
4: I think it's a fix Mm -hmm. I I really do I think the hiring of Sean Payton was a huge it was it wasn't the guy they wanted because they didn't want to have to go up and give out so much draft capital to get him right Mm -hmm. when you when you're getting a new head coach you want to just be able to get a new head coach you don't (laughs) want to have to you know go out and spend a lot of your draft capital to try to build your team And, and 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 unfortunately that's what they had to do but they have one of the the best quarterbacks in all of the NFL. He's proven that. Uh, it was not a fit in Nathaniel Hackett's offense. I did not like how they schemed the pass protection or utilized him in the pocket. He's not meant for that. He's meant to move, and, uh, and Sean Payton can do that. And Sean Payton does a really good job of scheming up pass protection. So that opens up passing lanes for a smaller and shorter quarterback. And so uh, we've, heard Drew, we've heard Drew Brees talk about it all the time. Uh, about how the next few years are going to be the, the you know the, the peak for, mm-hmm. for Russell Wilson because he believes it he he feels that Sean Payton transformed his game and made him a Hall of Famer uh,
0: from from Nathaniel Hackett you brought him up obviously over to the to the Jets uh, second round pick Zach Wilson uh, situation you, you know fairly well right struggles getting a lot of uh, public attention for the for the wrong reasons w- what needs to happen for Zach Wilson to, to come out on the other side of this and and maybe live up to some of that that potential we saw in college out there at BYU.
4: Well, I, you know, I, I, it's not going to, and
0: I agree. That's not an easy question to answer. (laughs) It's not, it's not, it's
4: going to be really hard. Yeah. Right. When the expectations are as, are as large as they were for him. And then for him to have some of the missteps that he had, Mm. it's not that only that he played poorly, but it's how he, how he dealt with it, right. Mm. How he reacted to it. And I can, I can completely relate (laughs) with that, you know, not dealing with the situation in a positive and healthy way. Unfortunately, uh, what would be best for him is just that we don't hear from him. He gets cut ultimately or traded somewhere where he can back up a a veteran, learn, and hopefully have a a lengthy career. I don't know if it's ever going to be as a starting quarterback Mm. again, but he can play for 15 years. The question is, will his pride let him just be a backup?
0: And and kind of along those lines, the the pressure of being a top pick is, is immense. Could someone like Jalen Hurts, who's quickly developed into a franchise player and by all accounts the Eagles are gonna pay him a ton of money pretty soon here, did he benefit from being a second round pick and, and not having that pressure when he stepped in?
4: Gosh yes. Uh I remember our year, Brian Greasy, I think, was the third or fourth quarterback taken. He was in the second round of the Denver Broncos where he got to go sit behind John Elway mm. for two years, two Super Bowl years. And I just thought to myself, at the time I was like I wouldn't want that. I want to be able to play immediately. Mm-hmm. I want to be the star and everything like that because I thought it was going to be easier than it was. You know, in hindsight, as a 46-year-old man, I, I mean, are you kidding me? I would I would, I would, would have taken all of that. Now, there wasn't anybody there that necessarily, you know, helped him along. He had Doug Peterson as his coach yep. immediately. And then all he did is outwork everybody. Because even going into this season, there was still some hesitation around some things on whether or not he was the right guy. Mm-hmm. You know, after the embarrassment to the Bucks last year in the playoffs, well, he, he – he changed all that. He went out and got the work done. He went and put the work in. He went and got better as a passer and then they added AJ Brown to help benefit him and that was a difference maker and they've been the best they've been the best football team in the NFL this season.
0: There's a, a weird uh, kind of sentiment. We're talking with Ryan Leaf here on the Tim Donnelly Show. He's sitting in the Pitbull back with more guest chair. There's kind of a weird sentiment around the Eagles, right? It's been applied to the head coach and also Jalen Hurts by different different analysts and media personalities that their roster is so good that, that it's almost easy to coach or quarterback this team. Do, do you see any logic in that when, when you look at what Jalen's doing or what Nick Sirianni's doing getting the team to this point?
4: I don't know. It's not easy. <laughs>
0: It's Thank not you. easy to Thank play NFL you.
4: football, okay? It doesn't matter where you're at, what you're doing, any of that. So the people who are saying that are probably the same people are like, you know, the NFL is scripted. <laughs> you know, those are probably the same people out there that's, you know, are saying that. So what was Julian Love for, for the Julian Giants Love, talking the about that? Fruit Come and on, maybe just stop being bitter when you just got your you know your fanny (laughs) smacked three separate times all year you know that's 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 just resentment that's what that is
0: perfect and and before we let you go here everyone that sits in the pitbull tobacco more guest chair we give a chance to make a pick Uh, which team do you have and why
4: i got the eagles uh i got i I got i got whoever has the ball last i think it's going to be the eagles i think they win 34 31
0: perfect ryan we appreciate you for stopping by and uh well again, we're big on accountability here. So next year when, 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 when Penix is 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 in the Heisman race and he's in the, the race for the number one overall pick, we'll we'll call you up and give you your kudos again. I appreciate it. Once again, Tim Donnelly Show here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, live from Radio Row. Back with more after this. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.
3: Snake Draft! Snake Draft! Snake Draft! Snake Draft! Ah!
1: It's the Snake Bit Snake Draft on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority
0: Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right. It is time for our Thursday tradition of a Snake Draft. Uh, This is the Tim Donnelly Show, by the way. Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1, live from Phoenix, the location of Radio Row, ahead of the Super Bowl. Uh, We are here in Phoenix thanks to Dream Lawns. They also provide the text line, 757-687-9494. I should say present the text line, 757-687-9494. Feel free to answer this question and give us a why. Who's going to score in the Super Bowl and why? Who will score a touchdown? Kickers don't count. Shouldn't even be a part of the game. Who is going to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl and why? 757-687-9494. That is the Dream wants text line. 757-687-9494. Now, I ask that question because every Thursday we have the world's easiest game of fantasy football. Robbie and I go back and forth drafting, snake draft style, and uh, we're looking for touchdown scorers. One touchdown equals one point. We've been keeping a running total of this every single week. Uh, Robbie, how does it stand?
3: Tim, you're up by five, 35 to 30.
0: 35 to 30. We are going into the final game of the year. This is Robbie's last chance to come back, and... uh, the loser has to eat the hottest hot wings we can find live on air. That's the, the punishment, which I learned on this trip. I didn't know this about Robbie. Not exactly a hot wing or a hot uh, food person, so it could be more hilarious or make me feel worse. <laughs> um, I will propose this though. I do think points have to be doubled for the Super Bowl. Okay. I think so. One touchdown becomes two points for the Super Bowl because it's the Super Bowl. I like it. Now, with that being said. Who goes first?
3: I got, I got the first pick. All right, where are you this going this week? I'm going Travis Kelsey. I think he is the. Th- there's a lot of unknowns mm-hmm. between both of these teams. Travis Kelsey is not an unknown. He's there. He's the number one target for for Patrick Mahomes, and and it's almost guaranteed that he's going to at least get one touchdown. So Travis Kelsey's my first pick.
0: I, I mean, obviously, I think he is far and away the the best pick on the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to take what I think are as far and away the two best picks on the Eagles. Uh, I think their running game is what they're going to lean on. I think their offensive line is what they are going to lean on, which means Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders is who they are going to lean on. I would like them both. If they're, uh, Now, the only problem I have with these two picks is that the, the Eagles do tend to get a little squirrely with Kenneth Gainwell or Boston Scott. But I, I think in the biggest game... They are going to lean like kind of a dance with who brought you type of thing, uh, and and with that, I think they will go with uh, they'll go with Miles Sanders in, in the clutch. So Sanders, who had two in the the NFC Championship game, and Jalen Hurts, who's had a billion this year. Those are my two guys.
3: Well, if you're going to go with the running game for the Eagles, let me go for the passing game for the Eagles. So give me AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith has been a a magnet when catching the ball all all season long, <laughs> including in the playoffs. He's got a couple of touchdowns in the playoffs as well. A.J. Brown still looking for that game. Recently, he's been kind of a little slow, but I expect in a big moment in a big game like the Super Bowl against a less-than-stellar secondary, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are going to go off.
0: Oh, you're taking them both. I got taking you. Taking them both. All right, well, then I'm, I, there has to be running touchdowns in the game, right? Like, there's, there's not going to be just zero rushing touchdowns. So I think I'm just going to own the running games and go Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon, uh, the two running backs that most often are are on the field for the Chiefs, uh, to pair with Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. Now Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon uh, on on back-to-back picks here. Uh, if there is a rushing touchdown, if Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell each run for, like, two touchdowns in this game, and I will be absolutely <laughs> furious because if there is a touchdown on the ground, I'm kind of going safe here. I have a little bit of a five – or I have a five-point lead. Granted, they're doubled, so it's like a two-and-a-half-point lead. Uh, but with that lead, I think if I can just get, like, two touchdowns, one from each team, I think it would be very tough for, for Robbie to catch up. So give me – Hertz, Sanders, Pacheco, and McKinnon with my first four picks.
3: Those are good picks, and, and my uh, next pick is going to be uh, Juju. Juju Smith-Schuster. Since you're taking the run game, I'm just trying to, you know, load on the pass game, so give me Juju for my fourth pick. And then my, my next pick, it's kind of hard because we're kind of thin on the rosters, you know, toward the end of this these picks, but I'm going to go with the guy you talk all the time, Tim, about that guy that you may not think about to make the big play. I think Zach Paschal is going to be that guy, the ODU guy. There's a connection there. I want to root for him, so I want to root for somebody that I'm going to have a vested interest in. I'm going to be rooting for him already because he's an ODU alum, and he comes from ODU, and and I think Zach Paschal could be that X factor that makes the big play, that makes the big touchdown catch when the Eagles need it.
0: That is a fun coupon pick. That is not about actually winning. That is about I just want to. I don't want to be bummed if he does score. I think he has one catch this postseason for four yards uh, on two or three targets. So uh, if it hits, you are you are a prophet. If it doesn't hit, you may have just sealed your fate with the hot wings by uh, by taking the guy with the, the, the ties to the hometown ODU Monarchs. Uh, I have one more pick here. There are three names on my list. I kind of like them all that are remaining. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to mm, – Mm. You know what? I'm just going to own the running game. Give me Kenneth Gainwell. Give me Gainwell. And if there's a rushing touchdown, I want it to be mine. Uh, I almost went Dallas Goddard. But Ooh, it, it, cool. if, if I'm going against Jalen Hurts kind of like saying the shoulder and all that kind of stuff, I can't then, you know, pass on guys like A.J. Brown and then go, but Dallas Goddard is there. And then Marquez Valdez-Scanling is another one. I think he could be a big play threat. And with a bye week, Andy Reid is kind of legendary, but also with a bye week of him drawing up plays to, to scheme something downfield. I think that one's pretty, pretty impressive as well. Uh, you know, Marquez Valdez scaling downfield. So any, those were the options.
3: Any thoughts about going with the defenses? I mean, two very good defenses that that could rain havoc. On the quarterbacks, especially those front four, any mm-hmm. thoughts to that?
0: That would be the opposite of a fun coupon for me. When I don't have a team that like I'm rooting for, and I, I don't have any allegiances to, to Philly or, or KC from like being a fan, other than respecting both and, and understanding how, how talented the two teams are. Um, but if I'm rooting for defense, that's no fun. I want this thing to be 54-53. That's fair. Uh, so, so I hope, I hope you know, we all get a bunch of touchdowns in this game. Uh, so once again, running them through, I'll give you mine, and then Robbie will give you his. Uh, I walked away from the draft with Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon and Kenneth Gainwell and yes, my strategy was to own the ground. I want the ground games, the 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 running games on both teams to be all mine. I'm trying to kind of, you know, weasel my way to a win with a with a lead coming into the final game. So that's my roster.
3: Well if you're gonna and, and obviously if Tim's gonna Tim is going to rule the ground, I'm gonna rule the air. So give me Travis Kelsey, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Juju Smith, Schuster, and of course the hometown guy, Zach Pascal.
0: Of course, Zach Pascal. Of course. Uh, which, by the way, you can check out. We did talk to the, the ODU products in, in the Super Bowl, uh, both Zach Pascal and Rick Lovato, members of the Eagles. Pascal the wide receiver, just heard Robbie talking about him. Uh, Rick Lovato, the, the long snapper, at opening night at the Media Day on Monday. We caught up with both of them, took little videos. There's a message from both for Monarch Nation. So uh, you can go check those out on our social media page. At Priority Auto Sports Radio 941 on Twitter. Uh, You can just look it up. Again, at Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Retweeted from my account at Donnelly Sports as well. So I encourage you to check those out if you are an ODU fan. Uh, In the meantime, right, uh, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we are live here on Radio Row at the Super Bowl in Phoenix, which is pretty darn cool. I just looked to my left. We have to give a shout-out to Sean Merriman. Uh, Sean oh, yeah. Merriman came on our show, what was it, Tuesday? Yep. Uh, I don't know if we're just on the same schedules or what. When we're walking through Phoenix, we see Sean Merriman. <laughs> when we're here, he's here to give an in interviews. Like, when I go grab food, he's waiting in line in front of me. <laughs> Sean Merriman, and we, he's, he's like, practically a part of the show at this point, and you guys don't even know, a part of the production staff. So uh, just shout-out to him. I just looked to my left and saw it, and I, I couldn't. He's right there on his phone. It makes makes very little sense. Uh, either way, when we come back at the top of the next hour, Aaron Rodgers' Darkness Retreat. That's what it's being called. Uh, we have to dive in further to this. It is either a big gotcha moment or one of the crazier stories, not even in sports, like crazier activities that I didn't know existed in the, the – history of of sports and just history of me knowing things so uh that's coming up next right here on priority auto sports radio 94.1 be back in a minute